my lovelies, and welcome back to Listen Closely. My name is Bobby, and thank you so much for sticking with me. I know I'm a little late this holidays, and like the season has just flown by, and I honestly just got caught up between work, you know, thinking about the holidays, and then, you know, some personal little things I'm dealing with. Like, I just completely forgot that it is Saturday, and Saturday means a brand new episode of Listen Closely. So I do apologize for my delay. I promise I'm trying not to make this like a normal thing of being late. It just so happens things always happen. You know what I mean? Like just something always seems to happen. So I am promise I'm going to try and do a lot better. But as one show likes to say, it is what it is. So speaking of the holiday season, I did come across a story for y'all. That has to do with the holiday season. So we all know that Thanksgiving is coming up this Thursday. And, you know, we're all going to be stuffing our faces with amazing food. I know I'm going to have kind of like two Thanksgivings. I'm going to have one Sunday for like friends and then another one Thursday. Oh, and Monday for work. So like this whole week is just like stretchy pants week. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to be wearing some stretchy pants. I mean, I can't wear them at work, but as soon as I get home, you know, them things are coming out. And uh, they're going to be put to good use this week. Thanksgiving, Thursday, and then immediately after Thanksgiving, we all know is Black Friday. Black Friday is the time of the year that basically everybody gets really thankful for all that they have on Thursday. And then they forget everything that they just were thankful about and go nuts on Friday, right? Like that's one of the main things about Black Friday that I like, I absolutely don't like is we're so thankful for everything we have and we're so blessed on Thursday and then let's just throw that out the window and go crazy for deals on Black Friday. Now it has gotten a little bit better due to the online shopping. So like it's not as crazy in the stores as like how it used to be when I was growing up, but it still gets kind of nuts. And for this story, we are actually going back to 2014. Yes, it is on a Black Friday. And we're going to be talking about Fort Worth, Texas. So Fort Worth is not exactly East Texas like I normally do. It is actually kind of North Central Texas. But let's go ahead and jump right into this. We are going back to November 28th, 2014. Yes, that was Black Friday. You can look it up in the calendar. I am not lying to you. So on November 28th, 2014, around the early hours of the morning, a 911 call was made by a resident of an apartment complex in Fort Worth. This resident reported smoke coming from an apartment, and of course, the firefighters as well as other emergency vehicles were dispatched to the location. They arrived at the River Ranch Apartments located at 4701 King Ranch Road and they found out that it was all coming from an apartment 1505. So they went in, you know, to extinguish the fire, figure out what happened, make sure everybody's safe. And that's when they found out that a neighbor actually kicked the door open to find the resident of that apartment and her dog. There was, of course, you know, a ton of smoke just filling the entire apartment. He tried to look for the person that was residing in that apartment, and to no avail, he could not. And that's when the overhead sprinkler system just kind of kicked on and started spraying. He still called out for her, and no one was answering. So after several times of attempting to, you know, just call out and see if she was in there and getting absolutely no response, he decided that, you know, maybe she wasn't home and it was just time to get out because of all the heavy smoke. So when the firefighters actually got there, it was basically extinguished. 
I mean, there was still a ton of smoke in the apartment. So they had to figure out what caused the fire. I mean, that's like the number one thing they do is try to figure out where it started, what caused it, and rule out whatever they could rule out. So the lieutenant arrived on the scene. He determined that the source of all of the smoke was coming from the bedroom and specifically the bed. So, you know, he opened up the window to let out some of that smoke, you know, to clear the air. And that is when he saw the body of 31-year-old Ashley Harris, who resided there with her dog, Nala. He found Ashley laying face down on the floor in front of the bed. And when he went to, you know, touch her to check her for any sign of life, he saw that her wrists and ankles were both duct taped. Uh, He also looked and saw that she had severe head trauma, her throat had been cut, and she had been set on fire. He was unfortunately unable to find a pulse, and that's when he radioed for police and the crime scene unit to come on, like, let's figure out what happened, because obviously this was not an accident. So who did this to Ashley Harris? Well, let's get into a little bit of her background. Ashley worked as an assistant store manager for American Eagle Outfitters located inside of the mall. Uh, She was described by the store manager as being a phenomenal employee, was loved by everyone. She was kind of like the mom of the store, you know what I mean? Like, she basically acted like, you know, just the mom. She took care of everybody. She made sure that, you know, everything was taken care of and, you know, that everyone was taken care of. So on November 27th, from about 5.30 until about 3.12 a.m., Ashley was at work. You know, she was prepping for the store for Black Friday back in 2014. Honestly, I don't know about now, but like back in 2014, American Eagle was like, you know, one of the places you had to buy clothes from, like like the popular kids bought clothes there. I don't know if that's still like that right now. I mean, I, I see the clothing still around, but I don't think it's as popular as it was back in the day in my days, the early 2000s to maybe 2010, 2014 ish, you know what I'm saying? But back in that day, like you were cool if you were working American Eagle, but yeah, she, you know, she was the assistant manager. It was her job to make sure that the store was prepped and ready to go for the next day. We know the the crowd and, you know, the shopping and the mayhem. We all know we've seen it on TV several times. You know, it gets crazy and she just wanted to make sure she had all the things ready. So after she was done with work, she arrived to her apartment at around 3.25 a.m. A friend of hers came over. This friend was, you know, the one who typically watched over Ashley's dog Nala when she was working. So, you know, she just came over. They chatted for a bit and the friend left at around 4.40 a.m. with Ashley locking the door behind her. And I want that to be very specific. Like, you know, she did lock the door behind her friend leaving. At about 6.56 a.m., her friend noticed she had a missed call from Ashley. When she tried to call Ashley back, she didn't answer. And that friend actually never heard from Ashley again. So around 7.30 a.m. is when that downstairs neighbor was, you know, just laying in bed when he heard a loud scream. He said he looked at his alarm clock, saw that the time was 7.30. So he continued to lie in his bed wondering, you know, what, who's screaming? You know, it sounds like it's coming upstairs from his neighbor, Ashley's apartment. But like, you know, he just doesn't really understand at 7.30 in the morning. Like, why are you screaming? And that's when he heard the loud thump right above him, which was Ashley's bedroom. And next he heard what sounded like heavy labored breathing. 
So it was at this point that he was just like, you know, what the heck's going on? I just heard a scream, a thud, and now this breathing, like, you know, all signs to something kind of strange and something's going up. So he was thinking about actually going up there to make sure, you know, that Ashley was okay. And that's when he heard the front door open and then closed. When he looked out of his window, he witnessed a dark colored vehicle driving away. He did identify it as a black Infiniti G35 and it had its lights off as it left the parking lot in front of Ashley's apartment. So he thought that perhaps somebody had come to pick Ashley up for, you know, work or whatever have you. And, you know, Ashley's vehicle was still in the parking space. So he kind of figured that maybe she just got a ride from a coworker. So he laid back down and tried to fall asleep, but that's when his carbon monoxide detector went off in his apartment. So he went searching for the reason it was going off, and that's when he noticed water dripping from the bathroom ceiling. And so assuming that there might be a fire, that's when he called 911, fearing for Ashley and, you know, her apartment. And then he gathered up some belongings, moved his car away from the building, and waited for the fire department to arrive. And, you know, you're probably thinking, well, hold on, the downstairs neighbor's carbon monoxide detector went off. Why didn't Ashley's alarm go off? You know, why didn't her either the carbon monoxide or the smoke detector, why didn't it go off? It had actually been removed and placed under the mattress. He also determined that the ignition source was an open flame and it was most likely like a lighter and had an accelerant like a rubbing alcohol. Because a bottle was actually found near her body. The Fort Worth Fire Department, they were actually able to determine that the fire had multiple points of origin. Which did include the bedroom, the closet, and Ashley's body. So by this point, you know, accidental death or accidental causes are completely thrown out. This fire was set on purpose. So it was definitely started to be ruled a homicide at this point. You know, she couldn't have done this all by herself. Like I said, the police came in and they immediately started questioning people, trying to figure out what happened, you know, piece together the story. So they began interviewing her neighbors, which was, you know, the one that heard the unusual sounds and just saw that black colored vehicle driving away shortly after he heard Ashley's door close. There was another neighbor who was actually an ex-cop, which, you know, it's crazy that, you know, she had an ex-cop who lived downstairs and like diagonally across from her. That ex-cop told police he was smoking a cigarette around 6.30 a.m. when he noticed a car in the parking lot that he had never seen before. And when he left for work around 7.30, it was still there. He also described it as a black Infiniti G35, but he said that it had a faded troll sticker on its roof. These neighbors are absolutely amazing that they were able to like, they knew enough to be like, okay, I've never seen this car before. I don't know what's happening, but you know, like they just happened to notice it. And then the same thing with, you know, the neighbor again, hearing these noises and looked at the alarm clock. Like that is so amazing that she had neighbors who just happened to just take a little extra notice. So of course the officers wanted to look inside her pickup truck to see if there was anything stolen or something that was out of place or shouldn't have been there. Try to see if it was connected in any way. And so when they went to get her keys to get into her vehicle, they were not able to find them. It was Ashley's friend who was last with her told police that Ashley usually left her keys and wallet on her kitchen counter. The keys seemed to be the 
absolute only thing missing from the apartment. Uh, the key ring also had the front gate key and the store key on them. Out of everything in the apartment, you know, that was the only thing that seemed to be missing, which leads them to believe that it wasn't just a just random burglary. Because usually they'll, you know, take the wallet, they'll take the keys, they'll take, you know, anything that they can grab. But the keys in this instance were the absolute only thing that were gone. So, you know, this is already starting to be pretty suspicious. Like, it wasn't just some random burglary attack. Like, something was going on. They determined that Ashley had suffered blunt force trauma to her face and head. Again, her throat had been cut and her body partially burned from the fire. So, you know, they went to Ashley's work, try to figure out if they knew anything. And they had a pretty good description of this vehicle. So, you know, they went and talked to the main store manager at American Eagle and said, hey, do you know anybody that happens to drive a black Infinity? And he was like, yeah, actually I do. And who he was thinking of was actually a former employee at American Eagle, Carter Cervantes, who drove a similar vehicle. And while looking in the police database, they found that Cervantes and... Her boyfriend, Clarence Mallory, had been suspects in a a theft at American Eagle. And then they also later found out that Clarence was also a former employee of American Eagle. And the couple only lived two miles away from Ashley's apartment. So Cervantes was actually the other assistant store manager at the same location as Ashley. And like I said, while Ashley was the outgoing, personable, you know, mother hen type, the other store manager, Carter, was more straight-laced and reserved, like, you know, just complete opposites. And talking about that theft, on August 24th, 2014, Ashley was, you know, basically she was appointed to run the store while the main store manager was out on medical leave. When she arrived for work, she discovered that a theft had occurred sometime overnight And about $18,000 was missing from the safe. So, of course, being the model employee and just, you know, uh, Ashley immediately contacted loss prevention. She contacted the main store manager and the district manager. And that's when they started to watch the store surveillance video. And, you know, they tried to figure out who exactly it was. You know, all they saw on the video was what appeared to be a male wearing a hoodie entering the back door. He went to the safe and unlocked it, took the cash inside and left and somehow did not look up at the camera. In Ashley's gut, she felt that it was actually Clarence that did this. And another store employee watched the video and agreed that the suspect's physical appearance, it did look like it was Clarence. So who locked the doors that night? Well, it would be Clarence's girlfriend carter so a week later you know the store manager calls carter and was like hey what's up and that's when she admitted to not locking the back door the night of the theft uh so she got fired because she had left the store unsecured you know like anybody could have gotten in and somebody did and it just so happened to be her boyfriend and i don't actually know if they knew at that point that they were actually together because it was the store policy that you know they were not to date so I'm assuming that they did not know that those two were actually together but at that same time as Carter getting fired Clarence actually failed to show up for work for three consecutive days when he was actually scheduled 
and he did not call in. He did not request any time off. So he was also fired per the store policy. So, you know, this couple already has like some bad reputations with the store, you know, the small location of American Eagle as it is. And now uh, Black Infinity, which they own, was found near Ashley's apartment or, you know, was seen driving off. So the police believe that Carter and Clarence killed Ashley because they knew she had the keys for the safe and the plan was to take the keys and go to American Eagle store to steal so much more, you know, tens of thousands of dollars they knew would be in the safe after Black Friday. Because again, Black Friday is one of those huge shopping days. The store would be packed with customers and would have tons of sales. And they suspected that was what the plan was. But, you know, when they had went to the store on Saturday morning with the keys that was Ashley's, they actually couldn't open the lock because it had already been changed due to, you know, them knowing that Ashley's keys was currently missing. So, you know, police picked them up. They started questioning them. And while they're questioning them, they start to get the warrants to search their apartments and their belongings and things. So police went, searched the apartment. They found a plastic tub that contained bungee cords and a rope. They found a lock in the kitchen drawer and a taser box and some strands of duct tape in the trash. They also found damaged deadbolt locks, two other locks that had been used for practice, or they believe they were used for practice as they were clearly labeled lock picking practice lock. Like these were not the smartest two in the bunch, but they had them labeled. And while also searching, they of course searched the vehicle and found a plastic bag inside of a black trash bag, a sharpening stone for a knife, a nine millimeter cartridge, a cell phone, a walkie talkie, and a buck knife with a sheath. They also found a toboggan with a hole cut in it, a tarp still inside of the package, and a kitchen knife. A loaded Glock 19 with a bullet in the chamber was found actually under the driver's seat. So, like, this is not, like, typical things you would find in a car. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, yes, some of the stuff, and make, okay, I keep some trash bags, and, you know, people do keep guns underneath their seats. But, like, when you start to add all this up, it's... It's not looking good for this too. So, you know, after all of the things that they found, plus, you know, the eyewitness testimonies from the neighbors, uh, both Clarence and Carter were charged with capital murder. And the state actually waived their right to seek the death penalty and instead looked for life in prison without parole. Both, like almost every criminal, pleaded not guilty. Their cases were heard separately but the prosecution's case was almost the exact same for both of them, with the exception that they believed Carter was the mastermind behind the crime, so Carter's case was heard first. In Carter's trial, it took them just two hours to find her guilty, and she was sentenced to life in prison without parole. And then it was Clarence's trial. Again, he claimed that he was not involved in Ashley's murder, but the jury also did not believe him, and he was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison without parole. And that's currently where they're at. They are still in prison, still on life without parole. Uh, I know that there have been some appeals, at which case they have all lost as of now. Yeah, I mean, I just don't understand how you could even possibly even think you can get away with this. I mean, she had some amazing neighbors who knew enough sense to look at the time 
to see, hey, that vehicle doesn't belong here. You know, she had her manager who remembered that the vehicle that his employees drove, you know, like they had so much details to lead the police to these two. And then when they went to go search these two, like their property, and they found all these things and the practice locks literally labeled practice locks inside their apartment. And then on top of that, all the different things that were in the vehicle. I mean, this was almost like an open shut case. Like you, you were guilty. There was no way around it. And so, you, you know, unfortunately, Ashley lost her life because these two just wanted to make a quick buck. They wanted money. They had already tried to steal once before and got caught. So there probably was some revenge in that because Ashley was the one that kind of figured it all out and they decided hey let's try it again but let's wait until you know one of the best shopping days for retail as possible so that way we can make sure we can score big like I just don't understand I mean I know the motive was money but like I just don't understand how that can bring somebody to take another person's life and an innocent person like she did absolutely nothing wrong she followed the rules she was loved by everybody. She did what she was supposed to do. I mean, not only as an employee, but as a store manager. You know, like, she was just trying to live her life. She was trying to abide by the rules. And they didn't want to do the same. They just wanted the easy way out. And it's so sad. And my heart does go out to Ashley's family and friends. Because these two decided they wanted to make some money. And unfortunately, Ashley was the one standing in their way. And I mean, this is just another reason why Black Friday is just absolutely crazy. I mean, it just drives people to do crazy things. I mean, I'm sure these two would have probably have still done it regardless. But, you know, they had that mentality of Black Friday, big money, big sales. And they know how nuts people go for Black Friday to get those deals. So, you know, I just want everybody to stay focused on what truly matters here it's not the money it's not the deals it's not any of these materialistic things remember what you were just thankful for the day before you were thankful for your family for your friends for your time that you have for the simple things in life that you have and even for the you know the items that you have at that current point like you are thankful keep that thankfulness not just for that one day bring it all the way around yearly you know it is just not a one day thing it's not just a i'm thankful only for today make sure you're that you're thankful year round and that's what i'm going to leave y'all with because this case just absolutely like it's just crazy like i already don't like black friday because of how crazy it can get and i have worked retail for black friday and it is not fun so definitely you know be kind when if you're going out on black friday be kind to the workers because they go through some stuff just be kind to them be kind to your fellow shoppers if you're going out and just remember to be thankful not just on thanksgiving not even just on black friday but every single day be thankful that is all for today my lovelies happy thanksgiving be safe on black friday and always remember to listen closely